The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Welcome, beloved, to another episode of Angel Talk. I am your helper in this hour, Rachel Corpus. I am an angel communicator and a psychic medium. And as you know, by now, I'm sure this podcast gives us an opportunity to dive deep into the spiritual and paranormal world. We get to explore what's around us that we might not see with these human eyes or feel with these human fingers. And yet it's still here. And we are all growing as intuitives right now in this moment. So this podcast gives us the gift of an opportunity to learn a little bit, the opportunity to explore, and to hear from experts in the field as far as what do they do to contribute to the spiritual, paranormal, ether world that we're in. Well, I know as an angel communicator and psychic medium that this spiritual world is very complex. There are more layers to it than we can ever imagine. And I'm grateful for that. Gives us a lot to explore. And sometimes there are layers to this spiritual universe that we live in that can kind of catch us off guard or they can even get in the way of our lives. Well, today I have a friend with me who specializes and helping people with some very specific needs in the paranormal spiritual world. I'd like to welcome my friend, Carlin Marin. Welcome. Thanks, Rachel. I'm happy to be here. I'm so happy too. So um, I love you so much and love your work. And I always stumble when I try to explain to people what you do. Can you take a minute to tell us what you do, what is your life like? What, what's your gift? Oh my gosh. Um, I do a lot of different things, but I think really the focus of all of them is creating transformation in people's lives. Either transformation in their homes, transformation in their physical bodies, transformation in their emotional lives, their mental lives. 
And over the past few years, um, I've, I've realized that I had a lot of different um, metaphysical gifts. And I'll actually just go back a little bit because um, when we first decided to, to do this podcast today, you were asking about paranormal experiences. And mm-hmm. I think my childhood growing up really contributed to who I am today and what I am today. And, and that include paranormal experiences. So when I was growing up, um, I was always able to sense this presence of spirits or ghosts. And I actually grew up in a haunted house. And as a child, that was terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an old house and upstairs at night, I would you know, hear these creaks coming across the floor as if someone were trying to sneak across the floor really quietly and the floorboards were creaking and then they would stop at the foot of my bed. And I, I just really felt that there was like someone standing at the foot of my bed. And um, sometimes I would jump up and turn on the light. And sometimes I would just cower <laughs> under the covers. And then after a while, they, I could hear the footsteps go and they would go over to my brother's room and they stopped about where his bed was. And then pretty soon they'd go back to the stairway at the head of the stairs and disappear. And this happened a lot when I was growing up and it kind of stopped when I was a teenager. Um, and when I was in college, there was an incident where um, I was dating someone who'd driven up on the yard and we lived on a farm and, and there was a gravel driveway and we'd stopped in front of the door and we had an argument about something and I had my car door open on the passenger side and we were sitting there arguing and I heard the front door slam on the house and I thought oh my dad's coming out to see what we're out here arguing about why we're not getting out of the car and I looked up and I didn't see anybody and then I heard these three footsteps on the gravel coming towards my open corridor and I looked and there was nobody there totally freaked out, slammed the door shut. You know, we sat there terrified for a long time. And then I finally, you know, went in the house. And um, at another point, my mother saw a man standing in the yard. She came around the corner and there was a man standing in the yard and she thought, I wonder how he got here. And she looked around for his car and he was gone. And, you know, those kind of things finally stopped um, when I was an adult. And It took me a long time, but I finally put it together that this was actually just a man who used to live there. And he liked children, I think, and was coming to check on us at night and see if we were okay. But I didn't know that I was a child. I was completely freaked out by that. And it really took me until I was an adult to see that. And there would be other times when I'd be at other people's houses too. And I was like, you know, I feel like I'm being watched here or something like that. I know a lot of people listening right now resonate with your story, especially when they're kids hearing things walk up to them in their bedroom, feeling like they're watched. You know, those children grow up to be adults and many of them, as you and I both know, keep that intuitive gift Mm -hmm. and they still have things, people, entities around them, and they don't always know what to do with that. And you help people, don't you? I do. Yes. So in the past few years, I started, um, learning how to work with things. So I started learning how to work with energy in um, 2012. I took my first um, certification course in Eden Energy Medicine and started working with energy. And 
that was the point where things suddenly started to fall into place for me. Before that, I just kind of had, you know, the regular American life. You know, I had a job and I had a family and I, I just kind of set all those intuitive gifts and things aside. I mean, things would happen. Sometimes I would um, know about something before it was going to happen or I would sense things. But, you know, in society, particularly a few years ago, that really wasn't very acceptable. And so I just kind of set it aside and didn't talk about it. But I was really feeling called um, that I needed to do something important with my life, some sort of service to humanity. And I had no idea what it was. Um, but a friend of mine uh, got her certification in Eden Energy Medicine. She started telling me about it. And I tried it a little bit. And I thought, you know, I think I, think I need to take this course. And it took me about five years to actually take the training from the time I wanted to take it because it was pretty expensive at the time and we didn't have a lot of extra money and I kept putting it off and putting it off and one day I said to myself I've I've got to do this and I've got to at least start and as soon as I started the program and started working with energy I immediately felt like this is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing I am supposed to be working with energy this is my life's purpose and so I started uh, taking classes and, and training in lots of different things, um, not only working with uh, energy medicine, energy healing, but um, I felt like I needed to learn how to do energy clearing in my home. Um, there were a lot of things going on in my home. I remarried and um, there was a lot of chaos and clutter and things. And it was, I was really feeling it. It was really bothering me. And I'm like, I've, I've got to learn how to, not just physically clear things, but energetically clear things. And so I took um, an elemental space clearing program with Denise Lynn and learned how to move energy in homes, uh, specifically predecessor energy, emotional things like anger, tension, sadness, fear, how to clear that out with um, what she calls mudras, their specific motions to dispel particular types of emotional residue, and then other emotions to put in positive energies like joy, um, abundance, things like that. And um, so I started the program and I started um, doing my clearings and we had to do several practice clearings before we were finally certified. And um, in the program, she specifically said, well, you know, we don't work with ghosts or entities. We just, just clear energy. And of course, uh, as soon as I started doing clear practice clearings for people, I kept encountering situations where there was a ghost in the house. And, um, and uh, I thought, oh, this is really frustrating. <laughs> and so um, I actually had one I was doing for my friend for her, for her daughter's house. And they kind of felt like there was a man in there who was um, the previous owner and had passed away and was kind of like, you know, stuck on staying there watching over the house. And I remember I was working on uh, the first processes, you get a floor plan and the person draws a floor plan and then you test the energy with a pendulum and see what's in the different areas of the floor plan. And then you put crystals on it. And, and I was sitting on my bed and I was testing the floor plan and my cat, um, who was actually a great um, spiritual helper for me, although I didn't realize it at the time and, and gradually started to later, um, she did not want me to do that clearing. She kept swatting at my pendulum. She'd never paid any attention to that before, but she kept swatting at my pendulum and I really had a hard time getting things set. And then um, I set up the 
all the, the floor plan and put the crystals on. I had it setting up on a desk that was kind of high and this cat was pretty elderly and she couldn't jump more than a foot off the floor. And I heard a noise and she had jumped all the way up to the top of this desk, which was like four feet off the ground, which she normally couldn't do and was like swiping all of the crystals off onto the floor. And I thought, okay, <laughs> this cat does not want me to do this clearing while this ghost is there. And so I contacted my friend and then said, hey, um, I'm gonna have to stop this clearing. And so then I contacted the medium who was a friend of mine and he was able to connect with the ghost and help him move on. And then when I went back to do the clearing, the cat was like paid no attention to it at all. So she was like really sending me a message. And um, this happened a couple of times where I ended up, you know, trying to do a clearing and there was a ghost in the house and I just didn't feel like I could really shift the energy like it was supposed to, like the energy of the ghost being there was just interfering and dragging things down. And so um, there was a woman I knew who was teaching mediumship and psychic courses. And I contacted her and I said, here's my situation. I keep running into this. I really don't feel like I wanna keep asking people to come in and, and you know do mediumship work to clear these ghosts. And then I come in and do the rest. Cause and you could do it all. You knew what? how, you, you just know, hadn't I, developed it yet. Sure. Just I just take this class. And so I, I came in to take the class and she met me and she's like, oh, you have a lot of natural ability. In this <laughs> I mean, I knew that the first time I met you. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Yeah, so I had natural abilities in mediumship, but I didn't know it. But looking back, being able to sense the spirits and things was really an indication of that. So I took the class and I learned how to um, call in my guides, ask permission to connect energetically to the spirit and open a portal to the light to help them cross over. And it ended up being this really magical experience for me. Um, <clears throat> the second time I did this was like one of the most beautiful things. Um, I was working with a woman and she started house sitting and she'd just been there a week and realized that there was a man in the basement and she was like completely freaked out about it. And we went there and went to the basement and the energy was just so funky. Um, as soon as I walked in the door, I thought, yeah, this house doesn't feel right. And we went to the basement and there was one room where this man, the spirit of this man was in it. And as soon as we walked through the doorway, our hair stood on and the energy was like so intense. But I wasn't scared, but I was like, this does not feel good at all. And we were walking around and at one point I stopped and I could feel him. I could almost see him in my mind just standing just about three feet in front of me and he had this really hostile energy and 
she said, I don't think I can stay here. So I um, stayed while she packed a bag and went to stay with friends for a couple days. And then I went home and I sat down um, and kind of prepared myself and had my guides and asked permission to connect in with him. And in my mind, I could see a young man. And when I work with spirit, I don't know like what they really look like, if that's what they really look like in real life, or if that's just how they're presenting to me to give an idea of like their essence. So um, I could see however they want, however they want. Right. So he, he seemed like a young man um, in his thirties, dark hair, very angry, unhappy with himself energy. Um, he reminded me of uh, this was like right after they had those uh, white supremacist marches in Charlottesville and they had all these angry young men with torches and and that's the kind of energy that he was putting out and I felt like he'd probably done some bad things in his life and didn't feel good about himself and and then was kind of lashing like everybody get away from me I hate myself I hate you leave me alone kind of thing and I asked my guides what do I need to do? And they said, he needs unconditional love. And so I just sat there and I just sent him unconditional love and my guide sent him unconditional love. And I could feel these layers of stuff just sort of sloughing off of him, kind of like peeling layers of an onion. And at one point I actually made a motion physically like I was hugging someone, like I felt like he really needed a hug. And I was like really there with him in a different space. And I stopped, I felt like it was done. And I looked at him and his whole demeanor had changed. He had gone back to maybe a 12, 13 year old boy. He had blonde hair. He had this like beautiful innocence about him. And I felt like the process of sending him unconditional love had cleared off all of the stuff that had happened to him. And then he could feel safe to cross over. And so he ran up this path to the light and he turned around and waved at us right before he stepped into the light. Oh, I and love that. And it was so beautiful. It took me a while to come back from it. I just felt kind of dazed, um, but it was just so beautiful. And I was like, wow. You know, that's so amazing to me because I've noticed in my work that, you know, if I'm going to clear a building or, you know, I go into a a home where people believe that it's haunted, often what shows up is wearing some sort of costume mm -hmm. and love and light are always wow. the answer. And you're right. I've experienced that too, where I've just seen that outer shape, whether it's a black mass or it's someone appearing to look very scare, scary and mm -hmm. um, oppressive, kind of melt into a child or a teenager. Um, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I love that. Um, Carlin, as, as I hear you sharing, I keep hearing from my angels that people need you. There are things that happen in people's lives and in their homes, in the buildings where they own that they can't explain, and yet it's there. Do um, you go into people's houses to help them often? Do you help people clear attachments? Tell us a little bit more about that. All of those things, actually. So um, right now I'm doing everything virtually. I have been since March, but when we're working with energy, we don't need to be in the space. Um, 
So when I do virtual work with someone, I actually have them send me a floor plan. We talk on the phone about what's going on with their home or their business. Um, and then I use a pendulum and test what kinds of energies are there. I ask my guides to kind of tell me what I need to know. And so oftentimes people will have a variety of things going on in their homes. So they may have spirits of people. They may have non-human entities that have never been human, um, but are in some sort of spirit form. Uh, they may have negative energy vortexes, portals in their home. And in addition to just like predecessor energy from whoever lived there before. So a lot of different things going on. And so I test for all of that. If someone has like a, a negative vortex or a portal, I will close that first, um, work with my guides, work with the archangels to close that up. Um, and then I will also, again, open a portal and clear out any spirits or entities. Uh, sometimes I have to have conversations with them. Uh, they may be kind of stuck for various reasons, like maybe it was their house and they don't really want to leave it. And so you have to use a little psychology and, and talk to them about you know, why they might want to leave or promise that you'll take care of it or the owners will take care of it or point out their loved ones who are on the other side who are waiting for them. Um, so once we you know, do all that, then they're cleared uh, out and, and they you know, don't come back. And that, just doing that alone is going to make a huge shift in the energy of the home and make it feel much lighter. And then That's fascinating. I, then I put crystals on the floor plan and I always energy test all my crystals. Like, do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? And put the crystals that want to be there. I don't ever logically choose them. I use energy. To test. So how do you know if a crystal doesn't want to be there? Well, I touch each one and then I do... Um, a muscle test, whether I get a yes or no. Like, so I try to pinch my thumb and forefinger together and I put my other thumb and forefinger in, in the middle and try to pry it apart. So if, um, if the energy's strong, if the fingers can't be pushed apart, it's a yes. If I can push the, the fingers apart, that's a no. And so I touch each crystal and then I do that kind of muscle test to see whether it's a yes or no. And so that's how I communicate with the crystals. Um, it should be there or not. That is amazing. Listen, uh, Carlin, I have to tell you that as I talked, you know, you're in your home, I'm in my home right now. And as we talk about all this energy, one of my kitties is just going crazy. I have Oliver making lots of, sorry, everybody, if you could hear that he was coming in here and trying to climb on the computer. And I just, when you talk yeah. about your your cats being your spiritual helpers that I totally resonate with that because one of mine is just going nuts right now. But listen, everybody, if you are hearing this thinking, I really need this person. I want to meet this person because I need help. I highly suggest you reach out to Carlin. She is a wonderful person. I, I know her pretty well. I know that she is legit. I know that she is gifted and you don't have to suffer as you live in your house. It's your house. As you grow your intuitive gifts, you can do that freely without oppression or without negativity. So Carlin, if somebody wants to get a hold of you for a clearing or to learn from you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, I would say start with my website, which is carlinmarin.com, and I'll spell that. It's C-A-R. L Y N 
M-A-R-R-O-N.com. Um, so you can look at um, my information there. And I also have a Facebook page, Carlin Marin Energy Transformations, if you want to take a look at things there. But probably my website is the best place to go. And um, there's a place where it says work with me and you can choose to do a free consultation, a phone consultation, so you don't have to actually book the session. We can talk about it first and see what, what's going to meet your needs and, and what's going on with you. Because um, I don't want people to feel like oh, I have to pay for this to do this. I want to make sure that it's the best fit for them and, and that I'm using the service that's going to be best for them. Yeah, I, I really like that because we are we are in contract with certain other souls to help them and sometimes we're not. So it's a good mm -hmm. way to figure out if we're the right person to help people or not. So I, I love that. I think that's a, a great way to do that. I want to thank you for being a guest on Angel Talk today. Listen, beloved, if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. Remember, corpus is spelled like Corpus Christi, rachelcorpus.com. You can find me on Facebook at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. You can find me on Instagram, and that is the Angel Counselor. I hope to hear from you. If you are wanting to get a hold of Carlin, please find her, her website. And I hope you have the most beautiful week and I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. If you have ideas about things you want me to talk about, if you know people that you want me to get on the show, I want to hear from you. So find me on Facebook, send me a message. If you haven't heard this this week or lately, hear me say from the angels, you are so loved. I love you and we'll see you next time. been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, Lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.